to So No One Told You, where we talk about a different topic of life every week that we didn't expect. Today's episode is called Taste Like Chicken, where we discuss trying new foods for the first time. This is Melissa. And this is Harem. And welcome back to So No One Told You. So, hmm, what new foods have you tried recently, Harem? Um, it... It's not very recent, but I've been obsessing over this food, and I I was just showing Melissa. Uh, It's called croffle. So basically, it's a mix of croissant and a waffle. So what you do is you put the croissant dough into a waffle maker, and it turns into a croffle. So it has that taste of croissant, but it has that texture of a fresh baked waffle. And it's really good. It's very crispy, it's buttery, and a very delicious breakfast. And that's something that I tried at my friend's house about two months ago over the summer. Um, that that's not two months ago. I, I lost the track of time. <laughs> two months ago. Oh, it's already December. Over the summer. But but anyways, yeah, over the summer I tried it, and yeah, I just fell in love with it, and I uh, got a waffle maker because of that, and I've been making a lot of that because I got like a thousand croissant uh, batter. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> I remember all that, but now, like, the pieces of the puzzle are being put together. Because <laughs> I remember when you mm-hmm. got the waffle maker, and I remember you talking about you buying, like, a bunch of croissant dough. Yeah. And, whoa. <laughs> it all makes sense now. So. Okay, so, what I want to know is, what did you think it was going to be like before you had this magical, amazing pastry? So, like, every other new food... I was very skeptical of trying it at first because I didn't think it was going to be different. Mm -hmm. And I feel like people were just hyping it up, kind of. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to try it just because I knew it was trending. (laughs) If that makes sense. It makes sense. I get it. I I just want to be rebellious, you know? Like, I don't want to do things that people do. I don't want (laughs) to eat things that everyone enjoys. I want to be special. You're not like but anyways, anyone else. Yeah. And I had brushed my teeth at that time. And you know me, I don't eat things after I brush my teeth at night. Yeah. It's like a rule that I have. But my friends were kind of like making me eat it. So I did it because I wanted to be respectful. Wait, but, oh, and, but after you brushed... Oh. <laughs> And um, she put, my friend put ice cream on top of the croffle with maple syrup. Oh. So, you know, it's not going to be bad. And it was really good when I tried it. But how do you know if, like, it was really good because of the croffle itself or because of the added ice cream and maple syrup? Well, everyone knows how ice cream tastes and how maple syrup tastes. But it's like the combination of all three that made that so magical. <laughs> you know, that croffle was so crispy and warm. And it had that 
you know that layers of pastry that croissant has that waffles don't. Yeah. Ooh. So yeah, I can't really describe it. You you need to try it to know what it tastes like. That's so interesting. But what I want to know, because I've never had a croffle before, is what makes it so magical? Like, isn't it just a croissant? Because a waffle has, like, the waffle batter, so it tastes different. Like, that's what makes a waffle a waffle. But what... Right. But wouldn't this just be a croissant that's, like, smushed in some parts? (laughs) No, because... When things go into the waffle maker, I don't think Melissa you understand very well. I'm, I'm but... sure I don't. <laughs> when things go into the waffle maker, it does something to the food. You know, the waffle maker is that place where magical things happen. It's like it compresses things. It's like Narnia. But at the same time, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the waffle waffle maker magic, and um, yeah, everything gets compressed, but also everything gets crispy, and it's just some parts that you know you see the levels of you know how a waffle is shaped. Yeah, and like the higher parts are crispy because they're like baked the most. And then there's parts where, you know, the holes are like kind of going into the food, mm-hmm. and it's it, yeah. I don't I don't know how to describe it, but the magic of waffle maker. Ooh. That's what it is. And it's like still flaky and amazing. Yeah, mm. that sounds good. That reminds me of when I tried like a pretzel croissant for the first time. It was really weird. Mm. I went into a cafe in New York City, and I just wanted to get a coffee, but then I saw, like, ooh, a pretzel croissant? Maybe it has a special name. I don't even know. But it it was so... Like, I don't even know what I expected, but it wasn't that. It, it was salty, and it was, like, dark brown. Like, it looked like a pretzel, but it was just shaped like a croissant. But it tasted like a croissant and a pretzel. It was, like, it was crazy. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> yeah, they make a lot of stuff with croissants. Croissants are, are really good. As they should, because these inventions are never bad. Yeah, it's just a pretzel croissant. Like, I don't even... There's no fun name like a croffle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whoever named that is smart. <laughs> it's like a... What is that? Cronut? A croissant. Corona? Uh, no, no, ew. <laughs> a cronut. A croissant and a donut. Oh, that exists. Yeah. Wait, is it a croissant and a yeah, a croissant donut. That was like wow. revolutionary. It's like a fluff it's like a layered fluffy donut. Hmm. Yeah. Wow, that looks Everyone good. loves croissants, so Yeah, if you don't I don't I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I can't be friends with you. <laughs> They're so good. Actually my mom my mom doesn't like croissants. What? What <laughs> So what did Maybe you... it's just chocolate croissant, but 
Yeah. Mm. What did she She think then when you bought like a bunch of croissant dough? Um, like I'm the only one eating in this house right now, honestly. Like we eat dinner together sometimes, but it's mostly me who's just staying in the house all the time. My mom goes out to work. So she's not really, she doesn't have a say in things that I buy for the purposes of eating. Oh. And yeah, so it's it's fine. It's my money and there's nothing in the freezer anyway. So I just filled it up for everybody. <laughs> if I went to visit your place, I'm just like, ah, can I just see what's in your freezer? And just like oh, buckets yeah. of dough just start pouring out on me. <laughs> it's almost gone. Wow. Sorry to disappoint. Were they all turned into croffles or? Yeah, some of them turned into croissant. Like I just baked them in the oven, but it wasn't as fun. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like messier for some reason. To be regular or be the croffle? Regular croissant. What? How? Why? What? Like, when you eat it, the crumbs just, like, go everywhere. Oh, when you eat it? Okay, yeah. I thought you meant, like, making it, and I was like, how? No, making it, no. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they're the same. I guess that makes sense, because it's, like, all of it is loose and fluffy. Mm-hmm. So it's not as pressed down. Hmm. I gotta try it. <laughs> yes. It's on my bucket list. Okay. <laughs> Up next. Okay. Hmm. Grapefruits. This is what I want to talk about. Because I never... I hadn't had a grapefruit until I turned... Not 18, 19? Yeah, me too, actually. Re what? Really? Yeah, when I was turning 19 is when I tried grapefruit. So right before college, over that summer, my friend from Germany visited me in Korea. And we don't really eat grapefruits here. It's like really sour and we have yuzu. I don't know if you're familiar. No. It's like the lemon citrus kind of uh, fruit that you eat a lot in like Japanese food. Does it have seeds? Like yeah, it has seeds. Okay. It's like, it looks like lemon, but it's a little different. It has that sweet, sweeter um, scent to it. Ooh. And so, yeah, we eat a lot of those. We make juice out of it. And so grapefruit isn't as popular, but it became a thing like in the past two years or so. But before I went to college, I, I never tried it. And my friend who came from Germany really liked grapefruits. And so she looked everywhere here in Korea to look for <laughs> grapefruits um, because she wasn't really enjoying the Korean food for some reason. Uh -huh. And so she needed some alternatives and she found some grapefruits and she gave me one to try. And that's when I first tried it. Ooh. So, okay. What'd you think about it? What did you think it was going to taste like? And then what, what happened? Like, did you like it at first? Oh, that's a good question. 
I don't remember it exactly, but it just tasted so sour and it felt like I was eating a lemon because it wasn't like ripe and like I don't think the grapefruit was ready yeah. for me to eat. <laughs> you weren't ready and for the so grapefruit. It, oh yeah, that's that's a better way to put it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so I think it wasn't that pleasant of an experience. But in college, it was different. And Melissa will talk more about it because she introduced me to this whole life filled with grapefruits. Yeah. I thought you had eaten grapefruits for a while before I did. But now I remember it. So I tried a grapefruit for the first time uh, spring break, freshman year. And I like went on vacation with my parents to Maine or something. And... We stayed at this, like, cottage that served breakfast, and they had grapefruits there, like, already cut in half, and you could just take one and bring it to your table. And I remember being like, whoa, mom, this is this is a grapefruit? Because I thought it was an orange at first, but it was, like, a little too big to be an orange, and I was like, what is this? And my mom was like, it's a grapefruit, you should try it. Like, you eat it with a spoon, and you put some sugar on it if you want. And I was like, okay, I'll just try it, because I want to know what a grapefruit tastes like. And it was so sour. <laughs> but I knew they were healthy for you. I don't know why. I think I had already like done research on grapefruits or something. And I knew it was like, it's a super food. So I was like, I'm going to eat this. Like, this is delicious. It's good for me. <laughs> so I just sprinkled sugar on it. And then I just scooped it out with a spoon. And all oh, that was so cool to me. Revolutionary. To eat a citrus fruit with a spoon like that. And just scoop it out chunk by chunk. <laughs> Which my mom... But putting sugar sugar on it. Yeah. I've never seen you doing that. I do. Yeah, I do. Not all the time because, okay, so over time I learned to love it and like mastered <laughs> eating a grapefruit. <laughs> even when it's like more bitter than other times. But yeah, I would do it. I would do it because like I was like, it, it needs it. But then sometimes when I'm thinking the health conscious Mel... I don't put sugar on it, and then I just eat it with a spoon. Oh, wow. Did you eat it with a spoon the first time, or no? Like, how'd you eat it? I think I ate it as if it was an orange, so I peeled off the skin and just ate the inside. Yeah, that's a way to do it, but I didn't know that because that's not what my mom taught me, but my dad does that because he's like, you got to get the most out of it. So he, he always peels it like an orange, and I'm like, stop, like, don't do it. Yeah, that that is pretty revolutionary to eat it with the spoon. Yeah. And we have the perfect tools at the dining hall at BU. They offer a different shaped spoon just for grapefruit, <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. It's like a, a sharper edge. And a pointy. just, yeah. You eat it, you eat grapefruits with that spoon, and you can scoop out everything so perfectly. But you revolutionized the way we eat them, too, because one time I saw you take a knife and just, like, carve out, like, along the perimeter mm -hmm. of the grapefruit, carve it out first, and then use the spoon. And I was, like, mind blown, because sometimes <laughs> the spoon, even the pointy grapefruit spoon, just doesn't cut it. And... So yeah, knife works. And I was like, you could do that. 
Yeah, but it's not the cleanest experience, I would say. Oh, for sure. A lot of a lot of our friends who like to eat near us have been, you know, damaged by our grapefruit eating experience. I remember this one time, like we were eating together with a friend. And he was doing homework, like, on paper, and I was just eating the grapefruit, like, getting it everywhere, and I was like, I'm so sorry. And a lot of times I'll eat, like, grapefruit with my laptop open, because, like, I'm multitasking, and it gets all over the screen. And it's awful, because my screen's also a touch screen, so it, it just, it's really gross. It just gets everywhere. Yeah, but, you know, when I was a freshman, there was a senior in one of my bookmaking classes i took one so in my bookmaking class and she made a book of um, life hacks at the dining halls or something like that and on like the first page it was a grapefruit juice that you can make with the tools in the dining hall what and she used the glasses that we have uh for like soda and stuff and squeezed grapefruits into that glass and mixed it with like Sprite, I think. Mm -hmm. And it became a grapefruit um, aid kind of thing. Whoa. Yeah. That reminds me of, we had a friend freshman year who lived on your floor. And one time I ate with him and he like was like want to try some like new drink and I was like okay and then he came back to the table with like these weird f colored drinks it was like half clear it, it was like orange and and a gradient into like red or something and he was like drink it and I was like okay this is like creepy looking and I drank it and I couldn't define what it was at all I was like what is this like is this really a new drink what the heck and he was like I created it it's mine <laughs> my own new fancy drink what was it though it was like seltzer with like orange juice or or cranberry juice or something so it had like the different colors and for some reason the order that he put it in like it doesn't mix it first so it just <laughs> <laughs> it just is a weird gradient fusion of color it's like those uh, layered drinks that you can have at bars. That's, you know? Yeah, I guess that's what he did. Just with, like, fruit juice and stuff. Whoa. Hmm. It was kind of weird the that's way so he presented fun. it, though. Yeah. Because <laughs> it wasn't just like, hey, I mix these drinks. He was like, mmm, try my fancy invention. He was like, I'm an expert at these things. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Sadly, he has gone to uh, another school. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. Just. Anyways, I'm happy for his accomplishments Me too. and etc. But now BU but is anyways... never going to get his drinks ever again. I mean, like, anyone could recreate it, but no one's going to have that same enthusiasm. <laughs> exactly. Or the same recipe, you know? It's always different. Yeah, like, he did tell me, but I forgot. So, oops. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what a shame. Well, now that we're talking about food, I think I have to say there are some interesting people at the dining halls who make interesting creations on their own. 
you know, especially this one friend that we have, our, our mutual friend, who likes to mix yogurt with Oh my god. Cheese. <laughs> <That was tough>. <laughs> <laughs> I really had no idea fruit. where you were going with this. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of the students they just get bored of the food really quickly and they make a lot of interesting stuff at the dining hall. Yeah. But even even I have made a lot of new creations. For yeah, let's go let's talk about your creations, but first I do want to talk about yogurt and cottage cheese. Like is that even a thing? <laughs> That's so gross. Also peanut butter in yogurt, like oh my gosh. Oh, he did that. He did that. Like our friend is healthy, but that's just one step too far. Like it ju- it looked gross <laughs> when he ate it. It just seemed gross looking at it together. Like it, none of it was right. Well, I don't judge him though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he he makes it and he eats it. He doesn't offer it to anybody yeah. like our previous friend did. <laughs> so it's better yeah he didn't offer he's not imposing and he didn't waste food either like he tried it and he he went for it i know so i mean good for him but it's just something i i don't think i could ever do me neither (laughs) but okay on to your creations it's been so long i like can't even remember what you would do but I just remember, like, I have a vision in my head of you coming down, like, bringing a bunch of bowls of food back and, like, mixing things. I don't know what now, yeah. but I, I have it in my head. I, I kind of don't remember either, but I had a blender for when I was at BU, Ooh. and I would bring my blender into the dining hall... <laughs> And mixed things that I found would be good for a smoothie. And so I put some milk. I'm lactose intolerant, I think. So (laughs) I used almond milk most of the time. And I put some berries. I don't know if that was in the dining hall hall, or I brought it from my dorm. Oh, yeah. Some berries. You brought it from your dorm. Because I was just thinking about it like the smoothie that I had from you is purple and mm-hmm. we don't have like blueberries really in the dining hall. So yeah, it was yeah. like your frozen we, berries. Yeah. And we have bananas at the dining hall. So I, I would put them and some peanut butter for protein. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I would just blend it in the dining hall and no one would care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I served it to some of my friends, including Melissa in the past. So that was my creation number one. <laughs> and after a while, breakfast started to get really boring. So I think I started asking for just vegetables at the omelet station. <laughs> and they would just fry vegetables for me. And I would get some, uh, what is it called? Rice, but it, it was like in this really sticky form. I think it, like, are you talking about their actual rice that was just accidentally overcooked? No, I'm talking about what they had every day for breakfast. Oh, grits. <laughs> I just remembered. No, it wasn't grits. No? 
I would eat grits in my dorm. Yeah. That was my creation number three. Yeah, yeah. But that was outside, outside the dining hall. Okay, I'm jumping but, the gun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they had this rice for the mornings. Ah. Wait, where? Tell like, me, like, okay, in Warren, where would it be? Yeah, it was it was next to the oatmeal. It was always next to the oatmeal. How is that not grits? It's not grits. Grits are not rice. But that wasn't exactly rice. No, it was rice. No, it wasn't. Those were grits. No, they weren't grits. I was eating grits in my dorm. That you took from the dining hall, no? No, I bought a whole, like, container of grits to make in the dorm. <laughs> what? oh my god okay but i swear (laughs) the food because oatmeal and there was like oatmeal and then like a whiter one exactly and that was rice no that was so grits what are grits it was like like? porridge almost oh grits are yellowish no but they could be white but they're not made of rice i really thought it was grits it wasn't rice it was gritty (laughs) Well, anyways, <laughs> enough of that debate. We'll discuss more about that later. Yeah, you're right, after it's this not show. grits. What was that? What? Ew! Like, was it a vegan oat? Like, what was that? Oatmeal's vegan. It was rice with a lot of water. Rice breakfast. <laughs> it's probably porridge. Rice breakfast cereal? No, that's not. It's not cereal. <laughs> Por. Yeah, it's probably rice porridge. So yeah, they had that in our dining room. <laughs> oh my god! And um, yeah, I I would put the fried vegetables on top of the rice thing that we had, and I'll put some soy sauce. And yeah, that was like my breakfast rice meal, because I'm used to eating rice every morning back home in Korea, with. Lots of side dishes and a soup on the side. So it was a heavier meal. And I wanted to recreate that in college to make me feel more at home. Oh. And so that was my creation number two. That was nice. Okay, now creation number three. <laughs> was the grits in my dorm. Yeah. Okay. I was also thinking, it's not really like much of a creation, but when they would serve that good soup, and then we would make joke with it, like, by putting rice in it, that was nice. What kind of soup was I that? I know, they had this, they had this beef reddish soup that's Korean, but it didn't really taste like what my mom makes, mm-hmm. um, but they did a good job with recreating that Korean dish in the dining hall. And in the morning, it would be a lot of rice in the soup. So you could eat it um, as a porridge. But throughout the day, they would add more water to it. So it was more of a soup. Yeah. And we really liked it. That was and I ended up, I ended up taking a Tupperware and putting <laughs> all that soup in there and bringing it to my my dorm and freeze it and I would eat it like even when they don't have that in the dining halls and I would crave it oh 
the good old days. I know. Uh, yeah, I miss that. You really took advantage of the Tupperware and, like, taking the food to go. I really should have done that, like, more. Yeah, it's technically not allowed, just for our listeners' sake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's something that a lot of people do. Because our meal plan isn't that cheap, and we want to make the most out of it. Exactly. The funniest thing that I remember that, like, wasn't allowed was taking milk, almond milk, from the (laughs) fridge. Freshman year, one of our uh, friends just, like, took a whole carton of almond milk and put it in her backpack. And I was was so scared for her, and she was like, no one's going to notice. No one cares. No one even saw me take this whole car in. And she did it, and no one cared. But I guess BU noticed people were doing it eventually because they now have replaced the milk cartons with, like, a milk dispenser machine for alternative milk and stuff. But yeah, you, right, was it you that showed me that in Bay State Dining Hall they still have, like, a secret fridge? Mm-hmm. It's a secret fridge, secret so fridge. we're not gonna discuss the location. Yeah. We'll only know, and if you're interested in knowing where that is, just secretly message us. Yes. <laughs> secretly message us for the secret fridge. You have to text us I in know. code, <laughs> and we'll decipher it. We'll find out what you're talking about. Wow. We gotta be careful. Yeah. It's okay. It's our podcast. No one listens to our podcast. It's fine. <laughs> well, if you're listening, thank you. Leave us a secret message. Yeah, leave us a secret. Thank you. <laughs> secretly message us about something secret that we just secretly talked about <laughs> as a secret. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Um, stories of the week. Hmm. I want to do think of something food-related. I can't think of something this week. Maybe, actually, okay, tonight for dinner, I just ate a pesto pasta. And I'm thinking back to the first time that I had pesto, which was actually kind of recent, I think, too. And I never, like, grew up with pesto. So it had to be sometime in, like, I want to say senior year of high school or something. It was the first time I had pesto. And I was amazed. <laughs> I had no idea what it was made out of, but it tasted so good. I was like, this is the best thing ever. And yeah. Oh, and then I had like a pesto gnocchi, which I thought was a good idea, but it was at this like Italian place in North End in Boston. So it was like huge, the portion size, and I couldn't finish it. And then I was like sick of pesto and gnocchi, which are like my two favorite things. So I was really mad. I was like, why? Why do I hate this now? I love it, but I hate it because it was so much. Like, I couldn't finish it, but I had to because I was, I was on a trip, like a school trip, so I couldn't, like, take it to go because I'd, like, just be back on a bus. <laughs> so that was sad, but it's okay. I love gnocchi and pesto again. Me too. Could you take me there? I actually like that they gave you so much because a lot of restaurants don't give you enough yeah. and you end up having to eat the desserts which you don't want to do i love savory more than i love sweets so i think more food the better (laughs) yeah i'll take you there well the thing is i i'm gonna have a tough time finding it 
because like me and my friends just kind of stumbled across it and it was like a small hole in the wall restaurant that was like packed and we were like hi can we come here and they're like do you have a reservation and we're like no we're literally just three students and they made us wait for a while because the whole like tiny tiny slim restaurant was full and like it like definitely wouldn't work in covid times now that i think about it right but yeah like they crammed us into a little table on the side but yeah the plates were huge are you good yeah okay no sorry i got distracted because we are currently on zoom recording this yes and melissa's two cats (laughs) are licking each other yes they're hugging yeah yeah i had to see that clearly i'll show you later if i move i feel like the internet connection is just going to go unstable again so i have to stay very careful but yeah, yeah they're just technology issues they're having a good time um for me my story of the week is that it's not really a particular story but it's our last week of class mm-hmm. and i talked about this on our radio show a little plug here a little help from my friends is our radio show on WTBU radio. The Beat of Boston and, University. Yes. And it's a really fun little radio show where we give unqualified advice slash qualified sometimes. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And anyways, uh, I was going to say the story of the week for me was that all my classes ended and it feels so weird because you don't get to say bye to your professors and your classmates in real life and it's just like a click of of the button on our zoom meeting like you just press the button leave and you just leave that moment you leave that class you leave the professor and the whole semester just ends there and i had this really weird feeling the whole entire week of you know am i real what? and is everything happening right now like really happening it was a weird sensation Ooh. but it was very interesting like just also how do you describe that like a looming feeling this whole week yeah i it, it felt like i wasn't in my body anymore like my soul was just everywhere like it was disassociation my yeah like i was in my journalism lecture but then i also existed outside that lecture as well you know it's like a feeling that everyone feels i think i don't know but because you're (laughs) because you're experiencing the online and the offline life at the same time it's like you know you exist online but also you exist in real life as well mm-hmm. having a double life kind of and i didn't know what i was anymore and what why i was studying what i'm studying oh my gosh it was kind of a crisis but like a meaningful one <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's really meaningful oh my gosh this is the first time i'm hearing of this this is not (laughs) your story of the week on the radio (laughs) show 
It was just weird. And I've been sleeping a lot. And maybe that's why I've been so <laughs> out of it. I don't know. I've been hallucinating. What? No, not really. <laughs> I don't want to say. <laughs> but I've been feeling really dizzy because of the sleep that I got over the past week. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that, that was a so, lot. The moral, moral of the lesson, I guess, is don't sleep too much and say bye to your professors and send them a thank you note, maybe. Yeah. Also, don't sleep too little because that could also happen. And real quick, That's that true. reminds me of something that happened this week, which is more of a story of the week, which was I had my first last class of this semester yesterday and my my teacher asked us if we wanted to do like course evaluations before or after class like before we did like presentations which was like the main part of class or afterwards and we voted and it was like nearly a tie and then we decided to do it afterwards which is really weird and he was like it's going to be awkward now because like the ending of class is just going to be like you guys all sitting with your cameras turned off for 10 minutes while you review me. And I was like, okay. Oh my so God. we did that and it was weird, but then he came back and he was like, let's have a discussion. And then everyone just ended up talking about how much we liked his class so much that we went like half an hour over the class time. And it was like supposed to end at 9.15 p.m., but we ended at like 9.40 p.m. <laughs> So it was so late, wow. but we all just, like, didn't want to say goodbye. So he just had to end it on us. He was like, okay, this is weird now. And, like, you guys should probably want to go. So good night. <laughs> but it was really sad and sweet. And I felt weird. Like, it didn't feel like the end. So it still hasn't hit me yet. Yeah. This semester was the fastest, in my opinion. Yeah. It really was. Yeah, I remember the first week of class when I was struggling with communication with my professors. And I just had to figure out the whole thing. Like, how am I gonna adopt to this new world of remote learning? Learn from anywhere experience <laughs> that BU offers. Yeah, But I think we did a good job as students. And I think our professors were helping us out as best as they could. And so I'm happy with how it turned out. But also I feel really sad that I missed out on the college experience, but it's not just me. Mm -hmm. So we're all in this together. Yeah, that's what we have to remember. Like, it's not missing out on anything. It's like the whole world's on a halt or like in a weird situation so it's all different but yeah i want to say like kudos to you like you you did handle the beginning of the semester really well because like you were faced with some some difficult like classes and professor issues so like you you dealt with that well you figured it out thanks did you hear that no i didn't oh the cat just jumped off the bed and went like plop but okay so that's the end of our podcast yay yay hope you enjoyed our episode and stay tuned for next week's episode where we talk about 
saying goodbyes and we'll actually talk about like official goodbyes and moving on because the semester will have ended for real officially yeah yeah but we'll be back we'll be back of course we'll always be back we'll always be your friends especially if you listen to our radio show a little help from my friends (laughs) (laughs) all right follow us on our social media at so, so no, no one, one told, told you. you dot podcast on Instagram. And share with us your first time trying some food. Some food, especially if you have tried a croffle or not, because I'd love to know. Yeah. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>